Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. I think so many people, even if they get a glimpse or they have some kind of idea or an understanding of what's going on, it's so overwhelming because people are like, okay, well, how, what do I do about this? And and really, I think it's you, you just need to start taking the next right step, right? You don't have to you don't have to try to solve everything at once, but if you're paralyzed with fear and you don't start moving toward it and at least trying to understand it, you're never you're going to find you're going to wake up 10 years from now, 20 years from now and find yourself completely left behind and there's all this discussion about you know the middle class being wiped out and the wealthy and then the poor and there being no middle class anymore if we're not careful and we're not paying attention and we're not trying to just again do the next right thing um we can't get overwhelmed and paralyzed by fear because we just got to start moving toward the goalpost and the more that we can you know make that next right move the closer we get to it so many people i think um have a feeling of hopelessness and that's one of the things about you know just showing up and learning and making those little course corrections I'm actually thinking of a scripture in the Bible. I just love the parallel to some of the stories. And uh, there's a scripture in Proverbs that says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And when people are so overwhelmed by the big picture and they don't know what to do next and where to move, they literally just lose their hope. And so that's one of the things that, you know, I think hopefully we can accomplish showing up every week is, is kind of try to demystify some of this and what's the next right move and what's the next best thing. And just even if, you know, one person gets one great idea that helps set them on that trajectory to freedom or whatever it is that they're looking for. That's a win in my book. I've found myself lately having this conversation with a lot of people. I think people are looking for home runs. And the reality is, is base hits, base hits, base hits. You look at, you look at the most successful people in the world. And you know, there's that old phrase that I'm an overnight success, 20 years in the making. I think that's really the theme that's like kind of popping up here for us right now. You just got to get moving. And you know, I, I said this a while back until the pain of your current situation becomes stronger or more unbearable than the pain that it's going to take to get there, you're not going to do anything about it. Because the reality is so many people are doing their thing and they're moving through life and they know what they need to do. They're just not doing it. And it's just those little steps. It's that next right thing. When you look back at you know our DNA and just our years and years and years of genetic programming and the makeup of who we are, I mean, the, the whole flight or uh, fight or flight mechanism. I mean, everything in us is is a protection mechanism and we really don't have that much to worry about today, but our caveman brain is always thinking of those worst case scenarios as you're talking about. We have to be cognizant of that too, because if we could just flip that switch, the most spiritual part of all of this like, is being able to use that from a creation standpoint, a growth standpoint, You know, moving yourself forward in life versus always looking at the fear or what's somebody thinking or nobody's even thinking about you. Like we spend so much time worrying about that. Nobody cares. Some people don't, they don't want to do that hard work. They don't want to show up. They don't want to contribute. They just want to take from the conversation. When you have people that are, I guess, kind of like working together, contribute, consume, contribute, consume, it really escalates the conversation. There's so much, there's another side to this. Everybody's in this day and age that we're in right now, there's so much hate and arguments over Christmas break. Um, 
I, I was a couple of glasses of wine in and the kids, you know, we were, we, we always just hang out and have fun and play games. And one of the kids was like talking about debate for some reason, debate in school. And we, we set up a debate at our house and we're like, okay, so we broke up into teams and it was me against Kara and Tim against Kate and then Dylan against Hannah. And the, the four that weren't debating had to leave the room and come up with a debate for the two. So like Kara and I had to debate each other and the kids made me so I had to argue why we should take money from the wealth and give it to the poor. And what, you know, I remember Tim saying afterwards, he's like, man, you really know your enemy. <laughs> and the way that he said that was like, <laughs> it isn't my enemy per se, but I loved the, you know, just kind of like the correlation because when I had to argue a viewpoint that was opposite of what I, I don't believe that we should take money from the wealthy and give it to the poor because the wealthy are just going to have it back because it's they've, they've doctorized money. They understand finance and investing. So I don't believe that, but putting myself in the other, on the other side of the aisle, it's not, it's not a bad thing, but in this day and age, when people want to argue, they just want to argue to argue. And it's not a healthy conversation. We should be able to have healthy debates and try to solve problems. I think there's this idea that maybe there's not enough to go around. And I just don't believe that from an abundance perspective. It, it's almost back to the same thing, like taking from this group to give it to this group. When you really think about it, if you just shift the narrative a little bit, there's so much information and knowledge and experience that isn't shared with the the public at large. And, and that's not completely fair either, because in this day and age, you can get any amount of information you want. So the reality is if you just figure out who to go listen to, but even you alone, and I think we should dive into this, um, the ability to to pull your retirement out of the traditional, you know, markets and finance, and then go, you know, invest it in other avenues. Nobody talks about that. You know, people have no idea that they have other options than just the wall street 401k where, you know, all these big wealth advisors and stuff are making the money. Nobody's, nobody's talking about that. So, but anyway, I, it's just, you know, there's so much information out there, but I feel like, I feel like you have to work really hard to get the right information. You know, I don't remember who the real estate teacher was that said this, and he was, uh, a very successful real estate investor, but um, he said, I made millions off of investing in real estate and I made hundreds of millions off teaching real estate investing. And I just thought that was such an interesting like correlation because at the end of the day, there's so many people. I love what Kiyosaki says that, you know, they're called brokers because they're broker than you. Um, and really, you know, there's nobody, the way that he really outlined my, my brain immediately comes back to the cash flow quadrant because you know, on the left side of that, the employee, and there's nothing wrong with being an employee or being self-employed, but at the same time, like really the wealth is made when we start, you know, wealthy people, they're not spending all their time thinking about, uh, they're, they're just out making money. They're just doing what they do. Right. And it's such a, it's such an interesting correlation because, uh, the way Kiyosaki said it, it's such a visual moving over to that business side of the quadrant or the investing side of the quadrant is so important. And there's nothing wrong with being an employee. There's nothing wrong with being self-employed. But at the same time, if we're just trading our time for dollars, you know, just thinking about like, if you have to look at something and say, okay, that's $15. I have to work an hour to pay for that. Like that's a mindset that we've got to, we've got to kind of shift. If you've found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom... I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.